This is New England Public Media. Concerns rise over how the Healy administration will spread the state's money around. I'm Kerry Healy, and this is Beacon Hill in 5, our look of the week ahead in politics and government in Massachusetts. We've got Chris Lazinski from the Statehouse News Service on the line. Good morning, Chris. Hi, Kerry. Municipal leaders are worried. For eight years, Governor Charlie Baker's budget proposed an increase of unrestricted local aid to cities and towns by that projected rate of growth in state tax revenues. But now those revenue forecasts aren't as rosy. Chris, how is new Governor Mara Healy going to handle this in her budget, which is due out next month? We're still waiting to find out what Governor Healy's approach will be to this really key pot of unrestricted local aid. We know that she's rolled out some plans for Chapter 90 road and bridge maintenance funding, but she's kept her cards close to the vest on uh, other types of municipal aid for government and for schools. And she's hearing pleas now, as you noted, from municipalities to increase it more than the roughly 1.6% that the Healy administration expects state tax revenues to grow by. So isn't it tied in some way to state revenue projections currently? Yeah, there's no real formal trigger requiring it to be tied. This was more of a practice that Governor Charlie Baker did during his eight years in office. When he first started out, it was seen as an upside to cities and towns. They knew that they had a guaranteed increase that would be at least as much as the state expected to increase its own coffers. But now with the forecast looking pretty muted for the year ahead, cities and towns are changing their tune and saying, hey, wait a second, 1.6%, that's not enough to help us face our own rising costs. And meanwhile, some school districts are relying on federal emergency relief money to cover recurring costs like operation and salaries. But those funds are set to run out. Do lawmakers have any plans for rescuing schools from that fiscal cliff? No, there's no hard plans in place for lawmakers at this point, as is the case on many policy issues. They're still getting up to speed. What we do know is that Governor Healy pledges she will fully fund the Student Opportunity Act in her first year. That's the seven-year, $1.5 billion K-12 through school funding reform law from a few years ago. So that's a guaranteed uh, source of funding that districts are going to be able to tap into. But beyond that, plans are still unclear. Chris, I attended a briefing last week where some lawmakers and advocates urged the legislature to quickly take up a supplemental budget put forward by Healy. Among the items in that proposal, some state funding to help soften the blow for Massachusetts residents who come next month will see a huge drop in federal food stamp benefits. It also has extra money to make sure schools can keep providing free meals for all students for this school year, at least. Any word on when legislative leaders will act on that bill? No, there's no indication. Uh, Reporters asked House Speaker Ron Mariano last week about the timing for that. And his answer was basically, uh, ask the Ways and Means Committee, which is never exactly an indication that something is uh, has an urgency attached to it. And, you know, this is going to be school vacation week. So it's going to be a quiet one up here on Beacon Hill. So it very well could be March, which is the deadline attached to these programs before we see any action on the bill. And now there is a Ways and Means Committee to ask. That is correct. We've finally got the the committee assignments and leadership assignments for the term. So now full teams are in place on both the House and Senate, and they'll start the work of carving up the thousands of bills that were filed in January and figuring out a, a path forward on them. 
Governor Healy tapped State Representative John Santiago to the newly created post of Veterans Services Secretary. The position carries additional importance after the management and oversight failures at the Holyoke Soldiers Home three years ago, contributing to a large COVID outbreak. Chris, briefly, what's Santiago's background? He's going to come into this job both as someone with military experience and healthcare experience, which I think is particularly significant since you note the the background of this law related to the soldier's home. Santiago is an emergency room physician in Boston right now, and he's also a major in the U.S. Army Reserve, who, in fact, just returned from a deployment overseas pretty recently. Chris Lisinski is a reporter with the Statehouse News Service in Boston. Chris, thanks. Sure thing. This is Beacon Hill in 5, our weekly check-in at the Statehouse. You can subscribe to this podcast and others from New England Public Media at our website, nepm.org slash podcast hub. This is New England Public Media. Thank you.